I'm Deacon Pat. So welcome back, Mary Seat Quarantine. I'm Father Tim. Father Derek is here with us. Also, Deacon Pat Gorman, everyone. I'm Deacon Pat. I'm happy to be here. Happy yes. to be here. Yes. It's always good to have you. I'm Deacon Pat. <laughs> All right, today, very, very simply, we are going to answer a question that Rick Daly, one of our amazing, renowned parishioners, uh, asked about the creed. I will say, for the whole first summer that I was here, I thought Rick Daly was the mayor of Park Ridge. Yes! <laughs> yes. Because when he introduced himself to, to me for the first time, yeah. he said, my name's Rick Daly. Like the mayor, as in Mayor Daly. Uh, but I misheard that piece of it, and so the whole time I thought he was the mayor. That's amazing. Now I need to call him, because his wife Mary, I call her Nurse Mary. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we should start calling him Mayor. <laughs> mayor Daly. Mayor Daly. That's great. Mayor Rick. So in the creed, what do we say? Suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. And so the question, Rick just had a question um, about what, is, what does that mean? Jesus descending into hell. Why did Jesus descend into hell? What is all that about? And why do we say it in the creed? Why is it important? Deacon Pat, what do you think? <laughs> no, I know I'm here. <laughs> when in doubt, bring in the deacon. Yes. Reel him in. I got the easier question. What um, was your question? How's everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> what did they teach you in seminary about this? Do you ever go through seminary, the creed? I think one traditional answer to it would be what happened to people before the time of Christ? So yeah. if Jesus came and through the Paschal mystery, through his death and resurrection, he opened the doors to heaven for us and for those who have faith in him, then what about all those people who came before Jesus? Were they in heaven? Yeah. And so the traditional answer was that they were not yet in heaven. They were in some other type of state, which we could describe as either being something like limbo or hell. And so when Jesus dies and he descends to those people, and opens the gates for them, opens the door for them and allowing them to, to go to heaven. I think that's the perfect way to start, is recognizing that. And do you remember the Old Testament phrase that they used for those who died and where did they go? The bosom of Abraham. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Abraham's bosom. That's where they went. Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Just this idea that they're, they're close to the patriarch. They're close to the, the father of the nations. I see. Um, so if God were to come back and get Abraham, then they'd be in good company. Mm-hmm. At least when we say that in the creed, Jesus descended into hell. That's our modern word for talking about the dead. So they would have said Sheol, or they would have mm-hmm. said the realm of the dead. It, re- it literally wasn't hell, because hell is the absence of God forever. So yes. when we say hell, we are really saying Jesus descended to the dead. Jesus descended to Sheol. So that's kind of like the what of the question. Yeah, that is the what. And so the next question is the why. Before we get to why, we oh, should okay. say... Go ahead. What about when? When did he do it? Yeah, when. When? Holy Saturday? Yeah, Friday? yeah. Was yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. So remember, we one of our podcasts, we talked about Holy Saturday and how it's a very quiet, kind of somber day where we just... Jesus has descended to the dead. He has not risen yet. And so it's a very quiet day. And so that is when um, tradition says... He descended to the dead. There's this theological term called the harrowing of hell. Have you ever heard that before? I think I have. I don't really know it. Have you heard of Deacon Pat? I've heard the phrase in reference to this. Oh, good. Okay. So we're on the same topic, right? Tell me. 
So Tahero, H-A-R-R-O-W, the word means to ravish, to violate, to despoil. So you talk about the harrowing of hell, Christ descending into hell to free those who are held captive. So it's almost like a military image. He goes in to defeat it. Mm -hmm. So the what, the when, the why. The why. The why. Why would God, why would Jesus go into the depths of hell? Well, this is, I love, I, when I reflect on this i always just think about the just the idea that jesus will not rest until he is able to present himself and to be able to enter into the lives of every single soul that he has brought into being that this idea that everyone who came before jesus everyone who came before christ descends to the dead to sends to abraham's bosom wherever it is who never got to experience the fullness of the covenant who is jesus and jesus enters into the dead to be able to preach to them be able to preach the word and to show himself to them so that he can bring them close that no stone is left unturned not even the dead and so it, like for now it's the same idea with people in the amazon who will never know jesus people in um, a lot of uh, countries in asia who will never know the lord they they will have the opportunity to know him in the next life and to be able to say yes to him in the next life. That's how I look at it. And even building on that, there's a sense of if we understand hell to be separation from God or absence of God, then Jesus enters into that. He enters into sort of the darkest place that a human being can be in, yeah. separation and distance from God, which people all over our culture, all over our society, all over the world experience on a day-to-day -day basis. Even into that, he goes. No matter how far away or how separated somebody is, he is still there pursuing them, seeking after them, trying to get them to turn back to him and to accept his love. Yeah, that reminded me of what Balthazar also talks about. When we sin, we're moving away from the Father. Um, we're also, in a sense, moving closer to the Son because the Son stands in a place where he is there to catch us in even in our pain and our sorrow and in our sinfulness. I'm a visual person and an auditory person and... Another sense. And every <laughs> other sense person. I use them all. I use all... <laughs> Seven of my senses. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's an awesome, awesome painting um, by the master of Oservanza. Um, and the title of the painting is called The Descent into Limbo. This uh, was painted by an Italian, um, actually really close to Siena. I can put it, I'll put it in the uh, show notes. So I'll put it in the show notes so you can look at the notes and then you can click on the link. So do that now. There it is. So, so this is, if you ever want to go to, you can go to Harvard. It's in the Harvard Museum. It's a beautiful, beautiful painting. Um, very simple, honestly. So you have Jesus right in the middle. Jesus is holding the staff of victory, the staff of the resurrection. So you, I'm sure you've seen that a lot in pictures. Or you'll, you'll see a lamb holding the banner of resurrection. Mm -hmm. So he's entering into, he's descending into hell, as you can see, in this kind of tomb. To the left, left bottom corner, you see kind of the, the door closing down on that black figure, almost like death, that Jesus is, yeah. he is victorious over death. He enters into the dead and he comes to bring all the people from the Old Testament, all those people from before his time to himself. So he's preaching to the people who are in the dead, who are in Abraham's bosom. Yeah, so we, we have these people here who are looking at this man, 
some of them may have been faithful followers of the God of the Old Testament, of the God of Israel, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and some of them may have rejected him. Yeah. So who are these people? Jesus is bringing up, up Abraham. Next to him is Noah. The man with the crown is David. Uh, the man with the beard pointing. If you see that piece of paper that he's holding, if you zoom in, it says Eche with an and then an H, showing that this is Eche Homo. Behold the man. That's Adam. That's, that's Adam. He looks good for being 700 some years old. <laughs> <laughs> so the, just this idea, I love this painting just because it shows, it, it depicts what we believe, that no stone is left unturned, that Jesus is going to the dead to be victorious over the dead too. When we say this in the creed, it is a good thing. It is something to rejoice over. Yes. Yeah, to shout out the twos. Yeah, it's exciting. Abby is going to University of Illinois. No! That's incredible. Those of you who didn't know, both Father Derek and I went to University of Illinois, the best university in the universe. <laughs> and so shout out to Abby, who is a high school senior, who will be going to University of Illinois next year. So proud of you. Yes, indeed. Not all have the great uh, privilege of attending the University of Illinois. Any North shout Dakota? Dakota? Is that where you went? I do have. <laughs> ND? Where are you again? Lord Dames. <laughs> One more shout out to uh, Christina and Christian, prepping them for marriage. Uh, Christina and Christian, isn't that a great like couple name? It is. Like both having Christ in their name. <laughs> Christina and Christian, they're gonna rock the world. Um, just shout out to them. They're gonna get married soon. And, uh, just proud of them. All right, goodbye. Goodbye. Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.